Hey guys, my name is PD and today I want to answer a very important question that I get a lot of times and um, that's around the Sabbath day that God has set apart as holy back in Genesis 2 verse 3 and um, the question really is, is, you know, my pastor tells me that every day is now the Sabbath, we can have Sabbath any day we want, it's not about... Um, every it's not about a certain day anymore because Jesus now fulfilled the commandment and so now I can just be like man you know I can just kind of rest in him every single day okay so guys um, the the biggest passage where people usually get this from is from Hebrews 3 to 4 and um, I want us to go right now and go to Hebrews 3 to 4 we're going to establish what the truth is right now and see because I want you man I want you to walk in all of God's blessings and I want you to inherit them but you cannot inherit them if you're in disobedience or sin so we need to understand okay well Sin is the transgression of the law of God. The very definition of sin, according to John, is that sin is the transgression of the law. So we need to establish right now, is transgressing the seventh day, Saturday Sabbath, a uh, a sin? You know? I'm just going to read from the end of Hebrews 3 uh, into Hebrews 4. But with whom was he, God, grieved 40 years? Was it not with them that had sinned? whose carcasses fell in the wilderness. And now he's, he's speaking about the exodus there. And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not. So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. So now we're reading about the writer of Hebrews saying that there was an issue where those who were in Egypt, if you know the story of the exodus, you'll know that there's time and time and again, people fell by God's wrath, because they failed to enter into the seventh day rest that he established as holy. And so um, he's saying there that they failed to enter into his rest because of their unbelief, because they did not believe in God, or they did not believe that God is going to come through for him. Because see, friend, let me just tell you, I've been keeping the Sabbath for a while now. And and the most amazing thing is, is that it builds faith. It builds faith in our hearts when we keep it because we're now forced to trust on God. Just like the, 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 the Israelites trusted on God for the manna and the exodus, we trust God for our manna as well. We trust God that we're going to cease from our labors and now so in that He's going to provide for us. You know, he, We're going to rest. We're going to rest in Him. We're going to rest in the finished work of Yeshua. We're going to grow in Him, but we're not going to labor. We're going to work. We're going to turn all that off and we're going to actually trust him that he's going to be with us. So if you have any unbelief, man, keeping the Sabbath is a hard thing. It's a very hard thing and quite an impossible thing, actually, because unbelief is absolutely an, an enmity against God and against keeping his instructions. Right. So Hebrews 4, let us therefore fear. Lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. For we which have believed do enter into the rest, as he said. As I have sworn on my wrath, if they shall enter into my rest, though the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. Where? In, in Genesis 2 verse 3, and we, we, at the foundation of the world, when everything was created, he created something with it. He created a certain day, which he declared as holy. He said, this is the seventh, <clears throat> the seventh day, the Sabbath day, I declared holy and set apart as different from the rest of the days. And so here we read on then, for he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise. And God did rest 
the seventh day from all his works, and in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. And what he's talking about is, if you enter into my rest. We read this in Isaiah a lot, where Isaiah is actually saying, if you do this, if you keep my instruction, if you keep the Sabbath, and he's actually speaking specifically about the Sabbath, if you do it, I will make it rise on the heights of the nations. And he goes on and with all the blessings that comes with this promise. So that's what he's talking about there. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Seeing therefore it remains that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached enter not because of unbelief. The guys in the Exodus. Again, he limits a certain day. Guys, listen to this. Again, he limits a certain day, saint in David in the Psalms. Today, after so long a time, as it is said, today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? So guys, he's saying that if Jesus gave them rest, if Jesus is the one who gives rest and that's it, there's nothing else, no other day, then God wouldn't have said that there should be another day. But God did say, he said even in creation, and remember, guys, remember that Jesus was, before the foundation of this earth was laid, Jesus was there, the word was with God, the word was God. He was there in the beginning. So Jesus was there when the Sabbath was created. So now he's saying, if Jesus is the only rest thing there is, why would God have given them a commandment, the fourth commandment out of our Ten Commandments, to say, you will rest from your labors, you will not do any works. So there's not, he's speaking of two things here. He's saying that there's not, there, I'm not, he's not taking away from the rest that Jesus brings us, but he's just saying that that rest of Jesus doesn't replace the rest that God has established for us to enter into once a week in the beginning. And then when we read on, he confirms all of this that I just said. He confirms everything that he said before with this. He says, so there remains a Sabbath keeping for God's people. The Sabbath, the definition of Sabbath, we need to establish. It's the seventh day rest that God gave in the beginning. You know, there's a hermeneutical law in the scriptures. If you want to study the scripture, understand the scriptures, you take the first definition that God gives to something and you apply it to the rest of scripture. You can't go and change the definition halfway through. God will not even do that. What happens is, what God does is, He gives us a definition. He says the Sabbath, it means this specific day. And so now that whenever we read the word Sabbath, that's what he refers to. Okay. So there remains a Sabbath keeping for God's people. For the ones who has entered God's rest has also rested from his own works as God did from his. Therefore, let us do our best to enter to that rest so that no one will fall short because of the same kind of disobedience. See, the word of God is alive. It's at work and sharper than any double-edged sword. It cuts through right through where soul meets spirit and joint meets marrow. It's quick to judge the inner reflection attitudes of the heart. So he's saying that just like God rested from his works, you shall do that. You shall rest from yours. And how did God rest from his works? How? Let's ask the question. How did he? If we go to Genesis, we will read that God worked. For the six days he labored, but on the seventh day God rested from his works. And in the same way the writer of Hebrews says, in that way you will also enter into the rest. And guys, I want to tell you that a lot of people, they say, you know what? Every day is the Sabbath, but when you look at their life, 
there's no way that they're resting every single day. But because for you to keep the Sabbath, you need to rest from your labors. You need to physically go and rest. You need to physically stop working and, and rest in the finished work of the cross, rest in what He's done for you. But, you, you, but part of that is physically stopping because that's what satisfies the instruction of God. And see, we cannot, and when you look at people who say, oh, every day is the Sabbath, man, they're not resting. They work every day and they never rest. And they all, they're actually falling into this kind of disobedience that the writer of Hebrews here is speaking about. He's saying that let's strive to enter into that rest. As God has rested from, from His works, so that we don't fall into the same kind of disobedience. To what? To the instructions of the Father. It's plain disregard for the law of God. To, to just be like, ah, oh, I don't need to do it anymore. Jesus died on my rest. He fulfilled it. You know what fulfill means? It means Jesus filled it up. He gave it fullness of meaning. That's what it means. It doesn't mean He did it so we don't have to. It doesn't mean He did it to, to abolish it. He says in Matthew 5, 17, I've not come to abolish the law. I came to complete it, to fulfill it, to bring it to its full meaning. And then He says, whoever teaches or does not do the least of these commandments, the least of these and I don't think the Sabbath is one of the least because it's one of the top four but anyway he says if you teach or don't do the one don't teach or don't do the least of these you'll be called least in the kingdom of heaven and he says not one of the least of these will pass away until heaven and earth passes away guys it's not passed away yet Sabbath is still there and I'm sorry I'm so sorry guys if, if your church or pastor told you otherwise I know they lied to me too about it but I'm telling you man it's blessed my life so much. It's not a burden. It's freedom, man. It's freedom from the world. It's freedom from the from the burdens of the world. And now I can actually get a day like today and just be like, everyone, get out of my way. I'm going to be with my king today. I'm going to spend time with Yeshua today. I'm going to rest in him. I'm going to rest in what he's done for me, not only spiritually, but physically too. I'm not only going to do it, oh yeah, I'm resting in Yeshua, but I'm going to prove it by my physical actions as well. And that's what the seventh day rest was about from the beginning. Yeshua did not replace it. It's always been about Him. Even in the garden, it's been about Him. You think that in the garden, you know, obviously they did rest because the Father even rested. And so even in the garden, you don't think that they rested in the, in the Father? And what the Father has done for them, you don't think they rested? And of course they did. It's always been about Yeshua. And yes, the fullness of Yeshua hasn't come yet. But now He has come and He has fulfilled its meaning. He's bringing its meaning to fullness. So now we can understand the Sabbath in a greater depth than ever before. It's not so we don't have to keep it anymore. It's now that we can actually even keep it better. We can now actually understand it better. We can actually be like Father. I can rest in you. You know, what a blessing and an honor it is to be able to actually keep the commandment that, gave, that God gave us in the creation, in the way beginning. We can now actually, for the first time in history, after Yeshua come, we can keep it with the full revelation of what He's done for us. Isn't that beautiful? Because, guys, do you understand what this means? God gave the Sabbath at the foundation of the earth. Yeshua was there at the foundation of the earth. In other words, these things were planned. These things were God created the Sabbath and he, gave, and he sent Yeshua. And both things are in alignment. They're not disconnected. The one doesn't replace the other. They are in unity. They work together because Yeshua walked the Sabbath out. He kept it. His disciples kept it. Paul kept it. Everyone kept it. And then they said, now walk as we walk. Walk as Yeshua walk. If you say that you abide in me, you walk as I walk and I keep the Sabbath. Right, guys. So, guys... 
Man, let this encourage you, man, to just pick up your cross and do what the word says. Let's stop questioning it. Let's just run after him, man. Please check out some of my other videos around the Sabbath. I've got a whole playlist of that on my YouTube channel, and I, I, I believe it will bless you. And because this, this instruction has really blessed and changed my life. And yeah, so guys, have an amazing day. God bless you so much. May he keep you. And I'll see you in the next video.